0: Okay, today on the Cold Oatmeal Podcast, we are going to do an experiment. We're going to try to make the state budget. Can we make the state budget sexy?
1: Let's try. I don't know. Let's try. Doubtful. Give it a whirl. Section 204. Funds appropriated in Part 1 are subject to applicable federal audit and reporting requirements. Prompt action must be taken if instances of noncompliance are identified, including noncompliance identified in an audit finding. If any instance of noncompliance is identified, including noncompliance identified in an f- audit finding, the state budget director shall take necessary and immediate action to rectify it. The state budget director shall notify the Senate and House Appropriations Committees and the Senate and House Fiscal Agencies when an instance of non-compliance is identified. Uh, I'm very rectified. <laughs> <laughs> is the Cold Oatmeal <laughs> Podcast. Oh, man. That,
2: and that's where everyone clicks off the episode. What <laughs> <Yeah>, <just laughs> happened. Oh my god!
0: Yep, I got it all. We got so. What do you want to do now? Was why don't we do this at the beginning of the Kurt episode? Okay. We'll put get Kurt put Kurt to bed. Nighty
2: night, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. That was incredibly creepy. <laughs>
0: Welcome to Cold
2: Oatmeal, a podcast by the Rush Strategies team about PR and public affairs. Really.
1: I was distracted staring at Joe's Cold Oatmeal. Yeah, well, it's here. He's got it man. on his It's, on his it's always break, here. Yeah. It's always here. And by the way, the, the the ratio of like fruit to disgusting is like 1 to 10. You know, it's got some disgusting stuff and some fruit. Yeah, There's nothing disgusting. One part what's, fruit. What, what in there is disgusting? I don't even know what's in it. it but it, it looks like cucumber mash and... Yeah. Maybe a couple of chopped apples. Did you have Burger King for breakfast? What was your Save it? <laughs> <eyes. laughs>
0: okay, welcome back. Let's let the room cool down a little bit after that. That was that was amazing. I think we proved it we could make the the state budget sexy. I'm going to introduce you to our guest here in one second, but this is Matt Resch of the Resch Strategies. <laughs> we are a public. <laughs> I'm, I'm flustered. I'm flustered. I'm a little off my game. <clears throat> I, my mind is whirling as to all the things that, based on all that. But yeah, so we are public relations <laughs> and a public affairs firm in downtown Lansing, Michigan. Uh, all of our podcast episodes are on our website at Resch Strategies. Or I'm sorry, ReschStrategies.com. That's Wait, correct. That's the correct place. Yes. And then Facebook. Twitter, Instagram at Rest Strategies. Also, this podcast is on Twitter at Cold Oatmeal Pod. Mm. Going around the room, we're gonna start here with the FBI informant
1: to my <laughs> left.
0: We'll get into that in a bit.
2: Uh, Nikki O'Mara, Anna Heaton, Carly Buell.
0: Joe Bashy, and this is Matt. We got uh, Nick Stephanie. Are not with us today. Laura is a little under the weather, but we're gonna power. We're gonna power through. Um. On, our, on the podcast, you may have noticed, uh, for, for regular listeners, I think it is no mystery who our guest is. Um, we had, a couple weeks ago, we had the state treasurer on, and she said something very disturbing. She said a lot of very interesting things. <clears throat> but we were asking her about... All the money the state gets and she kind of at one point she said you know what i don't really i don't really do any of the spending of the money that's chris harkins job and i'm like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that's terrifying that's the most terrifying sentence i think i've ever heard i've known chris harkins for a long time and i'm not sure i feel comfortable with any of that but we are gonna have chris we're not gonna he's here chris harkins good long time friend of the pod Welcome back, State Thanks. Budget Director Chris Harkins. Thanks for having me. That's all you got. That's, that's, that's it? well, I don't know.
1: I don't know how, if I'm allowed to trust you now that you don't trust me with the, the money. I <laughs> have to give you. I have to
0: give you credit. We've been doing this podcast now for almost five years, five seasons. This is episode 98. First guest that we have had had staff reach out prior. Asking for questions in advance. How big have you gotten, dude? The head it's barely fit. Yeah. you got people looking for... And you should know. I don't you even guys, have
1: questions written down now. That's imp- Let that's alone impressive. last week. Well, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> since I was here last, you guys have a new studio with larger doors so that I can get through. <laughs> I appreciate that. So when you were on with
0: us last time, I think you've been on a couple times. You helped us out with the Golden Turkey Awards. Yeah, that was, was an epic episode. That's I listened fun. to that yesterday. Everyone should go back. Episode 25. Go back and listen to that. That, that one... That one was a good one. We might have we might pull some, pull some excerpts yeah. for that. Um, but then we also had you on for topic twister with Megan Holland, another right. another one. And then you also did, you know, you lended your voice to the the intro of this a couple of times. So you a, a fan favorite of the podcast. But at the time you were on, then you were I think just heading over to run Senate Fiscal yes, Agency. Correct. That's right. yep. You had been in the House uh, doing. Budget stuff, policy stuff, and you were in the Governor Snyder's budget office, right? And yeah. then did a stint at Jackson National did, as a policy yeah, and yeah. lobbyist dude, and then off to Senate Fiscal.
1: That's right. In fact, I think that day we taped was the day it was announced that I was going to take that job. So, yeah, no, yeah, I wanted to was... break
0: all the news, but we couldn't, we couldn't do oh, it. No. We couldn't do it. So let's, before we get into your, your new job, do we have any news to make here on the budget? We are end of April. What's what's going on with the state budget situation right now?
1: We're we're on track, which is great. Uh, we're the last three years have been maybe uh, unique in terms of in how the budget operates. Typically, because you've had so much money. Well, we've had a lot of money. We've had a pandemic to manage. Uh, there's a lot going on there, so it's been a lot of uh, kind of all budget all the time, um, which is great for those of us who are budget people. It's probably less good for people who aren't. Um, Now we have a little bit more of a return to a normal cadence. We put the governor's budget out in February. The legislature has been working on it ever since. This week, the legislature is continuing to report their version of the bills back out uh, for consideration. So, um, you know, we're on, on a more traditional timeline right now, which is great.
0: What's your prediction for that timeline for the rest of the spring, summer? Do you make
1: predictions? Well, I, I, I know it'll be May soon. Thank you. Um, and that's that's good. Um, I you know I, I don't make a ton of predictions. I think we're we're in a we're in a pretty good place. I I, I know most of political Lansing would really like us to be done and out of town uh, in the end of June, early July. I'd I'd love to be able to get a budget done by end of June, early July um, it's a good, it's a good goal to have. I think our legislative partners are equally interested in that. So we're going to give it a shot.
0: And this is your first one, right? You started, was it September of LAV 21? Yes. So this I will be your over, first full yep, cycle.
1: Yep. So this will be my first full, full cycle. We've done a bunch of supplementals in between. We've, we've built some good, um, partnership and momentum, but this will be the first of the full budgets for me to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause this has been unique with all the federal money. It feels like budgeting has
1: been going nonstop. It has. (laughs) It doesn't just feel like it. It has. Yeah. It's been three full years of, of budget at this point. Which is sexy. It is. Is. <laughs> that is.
2: That is. In case you
0: didn't know. Years of sexy budgets. Yeah. So you didn't go to school for any of this, did no, you? No, no, no. I didn't no, think so. No, I, I You're was. You are a liberal arts guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, you can get a job after college, Mom. It's, it's exactly, <laughs> what, <laughs> she,
2: exactly what you always wanted. She was very worried
1: about that, and it turns out it worked out okay. So, not, no math. Uh, there was some. I mean, there was some <laughs> math. You know, I'm a, I'm a James Madison person. Uh, so I did international relations which is clearly a good place to learn math skills mm-hmm. um, when
0: dealing with the legislature or vice versa international relations is you know sure. they're they from
1: another planet it's, so well you those are your words. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's this is not what I went to school. The, the me from college would kick the me from today's ass. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on on your podcast. We but, yeah, we already saw. Yeah, uh, yeah I, this was not what I went to school for. It's just it's worked out really well. I mean, the the beauty of the budget is it's is it's all policy. It's a big puzzle you get to put together every year. I tell people you it's like a puzzle in a box without a picture on it. So you got to get all the way through it. And then you go, Oh, it was a castle. Look, and, you know, <laughs> that's what it was all this time. That's good. Yeah. And you get to do it every year. So that part's fun.
0: So what did you want to do when you went to James? Or is this what, I mean, you didn't no, go, I, I, up thinking I, I, was I be
1: assumed director. I would be, I'd, I'd work in like a diplomatic corps or something somewhere, which is not at all what I'm doing now. If I go back even further, I thought I'd be a paleontologist. And then I found out it's, just hot outside. Uh, I don't do that super great, so that one shifted quickly to What's what's cooler in an air conditioning? International diplomacy in a nondescript state office building. Right. <laughs> right. So that's how I ended up, you know, making this switch was that didn't work out so well, and I needed an internship, so I ended up in Lansing and went from there.
0: Was your job in the policy office in the House your first job? I started before?
1: in the Senate, actually, uh, out of out of college. I was doing um, a prop's work then, too. So I just kind of fell into it early and have stuck with it.
0: I remember asking you when you started working and doing budgets in the House, and I was the press secretary, and I would often get questions about things that were going on in the budget, and I always had to come to you and ask you, like, explain this to me. I remember thinking very often, I don't think he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh good! Thanks. I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's right.
0: But that was a long, 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 long time ago, and and more times than that, you did know what you were <laughs> This is a
1: heck of a confession. Thanks, man. Like, ma'am, but...
0: I'm like uh, you, should, you, you want me to go take all that before I think so. Okay, we'll we'll go do that.
1: Well, boiling it down into a a <laughs> sentence is not my strong suit. That's
0: <laughs> no, we worked we worked well together. I'm, I was as I was going to find the sexy budget language to find to ask you to read. I was struck by how many words are in this document and this was just a supplemental this wasn't even the full budget right who writes all these words
1: well uh it's primarily the fiscal agencies who do a lot of that boilerplate if if it comes from the administration our staff does we write the boilerplate that we send along with the the governor's rec and then the, the legislative fiscal agencies write a ton of it. And those people are fantastic. I know I'm I I know I'm not too far away from my time at Senate Fiscal, but those fiscal agencies are amazing, uh, and they are critical to the job the legislature does. But these, this sort of language, nobody gets credit for. Uh, but it, it takes a lot. A lot of it gets kind of honed over years. It's... Um, and every one of those words counts for something, <laughs> because somebody's reading it and making sure that there's nothing missing.
0: I mean, it's it's a massive a massive document. How many people go into putting that together? I don't. I don't I even, even know.
1: I mean, it. we we have all of the fiscal staffs, all of the LSB staff are tremendous too. They you know that they'll work with fiscal to try to hone the the wording. Um, there's you know the the work alone that goes into when the legislature passes something like an omnibus budget and then everybody leaves and then the clerks stay around and read it all again and check it all again. And then they send it back to the fiscal staffs and they read it all again and check it all again. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work after and before the process that really makes it, um, makes it what it really needs to be. How much
0: time are you spending right now paying attention to what the legislature's doing? Are you just waiting for a final product, getting to the end, like getting near the end, like okay, now it's now it's negotiation time. Let's finish this up. Are you, are you?
1: We, you know, what we do is is after we release the budget, um, you know, certainly I go around the state and talk to folks and explain what the governor's proposed, um, and then our departments communicate with the legislature to try to explain why we've made certain decisions or help provide answers to questions and get them position to do what they're doing next and so what we we watch it now and and compare against what we've suggested um and and um from there we begin to figure out what we'll do to to kind of bring everybody back together
2: i always assumed you just scurried all of january and then presented the budget the first week of february and then took the rest of the year off
1: that is uh yeah that's a common misconception um <laughs> It'd be lovely. It's not. It's not how it works. It would work that way if the legislature would just take the exec rec oh, and and be done with it. it yeah. If they passed it right away, we could all be done in February. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a fine approach. <laughs> um, that's that's a great spot for where I'm at today. Uh, it's, but it's not. It turns out it's a lot of additional <laughs> stuff all year long. We we're we are a busy office.
0: Well, I wanted to ask how much of it is, like breaking down the percentage of your of your job is. The preparation and development of the state budget, and then the implementation of the state budget. Like so, then once it's there, the the mon- the spending of it. Like, how much of that is your time? How much of your time is the spending? How much is, of your time is the preparing?
1: The, the we do a, we do a lot in terms of preparing, um, and that's where certainly we work with our our partner agencies to figure out what they want to be doing and how that connects with where the governor wants to go. And we do a lot of that work from summer through fall when we're not negotiating the next year's budget still um and so we do a lot of that prep and we get it all ready to do the crush in january uh where we get the final budget done when it's the actual spending piece certainly our our staff work with those agencies but you know those the budgets that we put together from sbo's perspective the state budget office those are all implemented by the different agencies so those those agencies are out spending the dollars as required in in boilerplate and on in um, statute so we do more in terms of monitoring that spend working with them they do the spend piece but it's a lot of the planning is on our side
2: what does your average day look like
1: it's very full uh yeah i think every day is a little different which is part of the this is again part of why i like budget stuff it's it depends on the time of year too Mm -hmm. so as we're doing a lot of um prep for the next fiscal year it's hearing from a lot of um you know legislative members or stakeholders or meetings with the governor to plan or or meetings with you know any number of folks who have interest in what the budget looks like Mm -hmm. um and then doing a lot of internal staff work um if it's the summer or or let's say may may is probably a lot of time with the legislature trying to uh come together and and figure out where we can see commonalities and go forward so um it's there's no typical day Mm -hmm. but that's kind of nice
2: so you're never bored
1: i'm never bored no no
0: (laughs) (laughs) how many podcasts do you do a week typically
1: uh, on an average week, zero. Uh, lately, there's been several, though, so that's nice. Uh, this this is my first one this week. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. It's Only Monday, though. It's, I know. Uh, I'm Trying to put a positive spin on it. Right? Yeah.
0: How, I should go, How how did doing the golden turkeys change your life? I mean, after that, after that, event, oh, it, uh, I mean, that was that was how many years? That was right after the election in eighteen. Mm-hmm. So that was four years ago. It was when, momentous. I mean, you're. Career path has only gone up. Since it's all, that yeah. Point.
1: I, I really kind of point back to that <laughs> as the the change in my trajectory. Um, it was a great moment for me. For it many
0: like, people, I mean,
1: I was listening again.
0: You know, the Shana Shana Roth, the
1: mm-hmm.
0: <coughs> former reporter with Michigan Radio. Jonathan Osting, former Detroit News, now now at Bridge. And I, the funny thing I f- had forgotten is that Zach Zach Gorchow, the person that we put up on this podcast, is like the. The political reporting guru of Lansing got zero. Remember that he got shut out of the Golden Turkeys. He Did yeah. Hmm. It was a rough day for Zach. None of his none of his um, nominations for awards were voted on by the public, and and won.
1: It was tragic. No, it was. But it was a good day for me. It so was. A good that's day. what counts. <laughs> it was a good day, and it's been
0: good days ever
1: since, right? Yeah, yeah. Ever they're, since they're
0: good days. Every day's good. So you you've done the budget now from every perspective i mean legislative side governor's office um, state budget office fiscal agency which one is the hardest which one is the most interesting are they they're all different in a a certain way but how how would you break those three down
1: yeah they're all different um i've had a you're right i've had a pretty unique ability to see this process from a lot of different angles um but i i also think it's (laughs) <laughs> it depends on how much money we have, right? I've seen it at different points in time um, from, say, oh seven, oh eight, when we were making significant budget cuts and sleeping on the House floor to try to get um, a, a deal done in end of September to avoid a, a shutdown. I've um, seen that to what we're seeing now, which is a vastly different situation where people seem to have forgotten h- how many millions go into a trillion or a billion. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a lot. Uh, so it's, it's been, that part's been a real swing. Um, you know, I think it's, it's really interesting to see the work from like the, the fiscal agency side uh, where you are nonpartisan. I was very lucky to be in that spot. I think, Um, To be able to work with both sides of the aisle to just try to do what what the Senate wants um, was a really valuable experience. Um, Being in this seat is really, it's really different. You know, it's far less we it turns out I don't have to keep my own balance sheet anymore, which is uh, both a blessing and a curse because now we have folks who do that. And you updated it. But I uh, I miss it, <laughs> you know, playing in the in the Excel sheet myself. So um, that part's a little different. But, you know, they're, they're, they all have very different um different positives and, and negatives but I guess again that the nice part is they all involve the same sort of unpredictability of of the budget you get to you get to be involved in a bunch of neat things some stuff you never would you know, like years ago dealing with like feral pigs was never on my agenda as like a policy thing and it turns out it's a thing you get to talk about how many or, feral pigs did we, we buy back then did uh, we, uh, did we? well it was those and like <laughs> cormorants and we had a bunch of weird invasive species uh, oh. yeah so those are those are things you don't get to like greasing cormorant eggs never a thing that was like part of my international relations background which we, we talked about earlier didn't go very far but, uh, <laughs> Who knew?
0: I would think that the the fiscal agency would be not more relaxing, but you would be free a little bit from the partisan and yes, political it, tugging. It
1: is, and that part's great. It's yeah. um, and and it's really fortunate that the Senate members, the current Senate members, understand that that the value of the fiscal agencies is to be nonpartisan and to not weigh in on things. But they have so much expertise they can help, right? So allowing them to help and to provide background and some you know, they're very useful in that sense without having to weigh into the partisan piece of it, which is which is really a, a nice place to be.
2: How many shutdowns have you personally been through?
1: I think just the well we had the one in 07 that we that was like a half hour or something, right? Do we is that the one I think we closed the the um, rest stops and kicked folks out of uh dnr grounds but that i think that one only lasted a little while i don't remember i try not to i think it was two i think that's what we've done but i started working in budgets in like oh three so however many since then (laughs) i think it's just two i try to put that out of mind i'm certainly hopeful we're not in that same place anymore and i i don't see any reason why we would be how much longer are we gonna have all this money? Uh that's a great question. So there's a lot of federal resources that need to be spent, essentially need to be encumbered by uh end of calendar year twenty-four. So not you know, there's a there is an end to that um that spend, which is why we're working to get so many of those things out the door now and in, in ways where they can be spent over the next few years to be Kind of meaningful in their return. Um, things like the improvements to state parks, you know, the, that last supplemental's got $450 million for state and local parks. And those are things where you can get that investment going now and see the return for the next several decades, which is great. Um, but after that, I don't think we're going to see that sort of federal revenue again. Um, and certainly as we look at the the state revenues, state revenues look good, but you talked to the treasurer about that already, so you can...
0: <laughs> she punted everything over to you. It's like, you two guys just keep punting the tough questions back and forth. I <laughs> I mean, I think she... We get you and, both here in the we,
1: room. <laughs> you know, the, the revenue picture looks good, and I think we're going to have another consensus in May and talk about that again. Um, but I think it's it's something that we are all still kind of unsure of what, what this looks like in the long run, given that this is all still related to a pandemic and to a yeah. kind of a generational situation, we need to be aware of that as we budget and plan forward. But that's why we're working really hard to, to spend our ongoing things where we know we've got ongoing resources to spend those on ongoing state services. But if we've got one-time things, we're trying to, trying to use it for, for one-time purposes and I think that's the appropriate way to, to budget.
0: So if we drive by a state park in a couple of years and go by the, the Chris Harkins Visitor Center, we'll know <laughs> that you got, that, you got that in there. If you see that, well, I'll be shocked. <laughs> uh, that's,
1: that's not part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite budget? What's my favorite budget? <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> are you allowed to have favorites? Oh, you mean like department budget? Yeah. Oh, my favorite budget is one that doesn't exist anymore. It was the old history arts. And I Japanese would budget. guess I would know <laughs> that. The, the yeah, HAL budget was How? great. Yeah. That was the budget we'd call uh, the little budget that could because it was super small and it held up everything every year. Because uh, <laughs> it, it turns out when you have grants that are like twenty five thousand dollar line item. That's a thing that people can understand. It's a number that that uh it surprisingly holds up the budget <laughs> compared to at the time like a school aid bill that would just go through and nobody would ask questions. But but the HAL budget, that thing, we'd we'd have to work on that one. So that was a that's That's a favorite for sure. It's a favorite.
0: Yeah. it's Very very convenient of you to pick a budget that doesn't exist
1: anymore. You don't want to take anybody off. It is. Uh, You know, there's a lot of great budgets. I don't pick favorite children. (laughs) I only have one. (laughs) I do in that sense, pick favorite (laughs) children. You didn't name Will Al. Will is definitely my favorite (laughs) budget.
0: (laughs) So, for budget geeks out there, what is a bigger day in the life of a budget geek? Is it, the presentation of the governor's budget that day or is it the consensus revenue estimating conference
1: that's a good question and i think it's going to depend on where you This is set. where we this is where right. we really test this is can a, we make the budget sexy series. this is a deep dive question right here um i you know for me this this year certainly releasing the governor's budget was a bigger day um i think on those some of those consensus estimating conference days can be like Christmas uh, for, for folks as they <laughs> see what the numbers look like. Um, so that that's a very big day, uh, the consensus estimating. But I guess from, from my current seat, all of the work that goes into putting the governor's budget together, that goes into getting that presentation together, that was a bigger, certainly a bigger thing for me now. Um, was that a nerve-wracking experience?
0: Or did you, do you like, do you like, being on the stage like that? Um, I mean, clearly you're, you're built, you're born for it.
1: Well, I, I, it was, is, it was not, what you do. it was not my favorite thing to do. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, you know, and I think the legislators were very polite. Uh, they were, they were gracious in having us there to present, um, and they made it a little easier, probably than it than in some years it has been. Uh, but I think it was it was a good it was a good experience, and i I look forward to doing it again um, <laughs> if I'm allowed. And um, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes again. But I, yeah, it was a it was different. It was way different than when you're just when your staff and like behind the boss. That's uh, that's different. Um, but it's. Uh, You know, if it weren't for if it weren't for the people who were behind the boss, uh, I wouldn't know what I was doing. So thankfully, thankfully, we've got great people right behind me who can who help with questions that I think maybe made it more made me more comfortable knowing that if I didn't have an answer, I could just turn around and ask somebody who had it right off the cuff and. Again, that's why we have mm-hmm. we're we're so lucky to have such great staff.
0: Well, and you had you had worked on the other side of it, so you had prepared the questions that legislators were had asked. Right, um, budget directors. Right, could probably anticipate
1: that too. Yeah, yeah. So that helps. I mean, it gives me a little. I've seen I've seen this now a few times, yeah. uh, and so that gave me a little bit more comfort going in. But it turns out when you just when you do sit down and start to go through that presentation, it's a little more. Nerve wracking than uh, than maybe I was prepared for.
0: Well, I appreciate you taking. We we had the, the the treasurer on right before tax day. We having the state budget director on right in the the throes of budget season. So clearly, something else. This is yeah, the man. place to be. This is the place to we'll be. Take, who el- who else in the the, the Whitmer administration? Should we, I think you and Rachel are, and Elizabeth are the like three cabinet people I even know. <laughs> Who's, who are the other ones? Have you had
1: Elizabeth? You no, have Elizabeth I won't.
0: She's, she's a little controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to
1: respond to that. You could have Elizabeth on. I should have,
0: she would be hilarious. I should have had you and Elizabeth on together. See,
1: there you go. You failed right there. There you go. This is the thing. Okay. Just remember that for next time. Well, you can have all three of us on since we're the, apparently the people you know. Yeah. A panel. A the panel. There you go. Panel discussion. Next you time. Can, you can have Elizabeth tell us about how the money is actually spent since the treasurer and i won't do it uh, we'll we'll get to the bottom you'll get there yeah somebody's (laughs) got to know you're gonna have to get like robert stack out here and (laughs) do an unsolved mysteries on this (laughs) he's very dead though isn't he
0: i think so yeah he might be tough he's a tough get he would be tough we've we've got we've got some some reach we've got some reach here but i'm not sure we can get to get to him is this
1: is this the first Robert Stack reference on your podcast? I'm pretty sure. Yes. That's
0: Stephanie and our little staff get together before we got in here, made a, a random um, Brady Bunch r- reference that I looked around the room to see if anyone, if <laughs> anyone in the room knew what she was talking about. No. Did no, you be- know? Oh yeah.
2: You and Nick and Steph knew.
0: Yeah. Did you? You it. watch? Did you watch the Brady Bunch? You're a lot younger I mean, than I've, me. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah.
2: I've seen it too, but I didn't know the specific episode.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm used to this. I'm an old... I'm You're old an old person, soul. Right? You're in an old soul in a young body. It's true.
1: When I listen, I listen to my old, like, old-time radio shows, and then I talk to people like anyone else does, <laughs> and they look at me like, who are Fibber McGee and Molly? I'm like, don't you know? <laughs> it's a great show. Like, nobody knows. <laughs> I have to stick with, like, Burns and Allen and then hope that somebody remembers George Burns. Oh, Burns is... and Allen. My mom had a
0: tape of Burns and Allen. That we would play in the car over and over again, when I was like, I don't know, oh, seven, eight years old, and everybody. I don't even, and they were long. De- I don't know, was George dead at that point? I don't well, know. George
1: wasn't. George didn't die till the nineties, I, I think. He was I'm 100. old. I mean, this was you like the eighties.
0: He yeah. was not dead then. That's right. That's how math works. Okay. Oh, so that, that is white. See there you go. I can do. I you do know what
1: you're talking math about. Math off the top of my head.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, that tape of Burns and Helen was hilarious. But there I digress. See?
1: This is taking now a very your,
2: weird turn.
1: Your, your younger audience can go and look <laughs> up Burns and Allen and like Fibber McGee and Molly episodes. And, and when they died. Yeah. Well, that too, I death. guess. I mean, <laughs> you could just stick with the the great comedy of these old classics. Or...
2: Maybe you can find a clip. <laughs> we can go look Stick on. it in there. Yeah. yeah.
1: There you go. You find a Burns and Allen clip. That'd be good. Anyway. There's probably some sort of comedy. They were married, weren't they? They were. Yeah. Most of those... Duos were married. Hmm. Same with Fibber McGee and Molly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna to stick with those guys. I think
0: I think we've found maybe a, a career path for you after the budget days are over. You can go I don't know, talk about
1: old old time radio. Old time radio? Yeah. Yeah. I that'll that 'll definitely pay the bills it 's a good thing my wife can be a successful person <laughs> i 've told her for years i I want very much to just be a kept man. <laughs> she disagrees go. with that approach, but you know <laughs> we can give it a shot i'm going 'm going to try well I appreciate you
0: taking some time out on this busy Monday morning to come over and and, and chat with us on the colonial podcast
1: I'm we don 't have any
0: I don't have any golden turkeys for you to announce today, that's but I sad. think
1: the budget the
0: budget talk at the at the beginning. That was, that was I hot. think
1: that's gonna go a long way. That's that'll, that's a big thing for you. That'll Since go that'll go in the archives. From now on you can you can just have everybody add to it. Yes. Every guest can give you a rendition of the next piece of boilerplate. Your section two oh five is gonna be hot next week. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in. Tune in now. Chris Harkins, thanks for being with us. Thanks, Matt. The ballots have been cast, and then the more important ballots were cast. That's right, it's that time of year. A time to reflect, a time to celebrate, a time to ridicule. 2018's campaign season may now be just a memory, but Lansing's very best political journalists have weighed in to make sure it's a haunting one. Before the Thanksgiving holiday and traveling from blocks away by foot, or possibly scooter, they came burdened with a memory of 18 months worth of coverage. They unpacked it, highlighted, and championed the best, the worst, the poignant, the unforgettable good and bad of an election cycle we refuse to let die. Gold medals are won with low times, high marks, and big plays by those who perform best on the biggest stage. But this isn't the Olympics, and I'm not Bob Costas. Gold turkeys are won with wit, sarcasm and i think mostly russian twitter bots this is the golden turkeys and i'm chris harkins master of ceremonies for the recently created fake award show people didn't really ask for and so here we are live as of several days ago possibly weeks even i'm not sure but from 2030 north studios at washington and ionia in lansing michigan the cold oatmeal podcast invites you to the first and possibly last annual golden turkey awards
0: So Chris Harkins has left the studio. Chris is always fun. Yeah, he's a good guy. You don't even have to talk about the budgets. He just—he's just a fun guy to hang out with. And who knew that Burns and Allen would make a would make a an appearance?
2: Look. Not me. No, nope. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look them have, up. You
0: have no idea. You know who George Burns is right.
2: I don't know. I've heard the name George Burns. I'd have to see a I'm face. Aware of? Yeah, I know he's. I don't know anything. I just, I know as little as I can with being familiar with the name.
0: I didn't watch these movies, but I remember them when I was a kid. So have you ever heard of like the old God movies? No. No. The old God, you devil movies? No. Because he was really, really old at the time. And I think he played, he played God in these movies. Um, That's all I remember. I didn't watch it. But anyway.
2: (laughs) Carly's asleep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nikki, this will wake up. This will wake up, um, Carly. Nikki, you just got a call from the FBI. <laughs> What's up with that? I did. And I can't believe you answered it. You literally. told
2: me to. Everybody was Everyone like, yeah, was you, like, better, you, you better answer, answer, answer it. You better answer it. Nick
0: was like, don't answer it. Don't answer it. Don't talk to them. <laughs> don't, don't answer I it. I
2: didn't want to answer it. Said FBI Okemos. Didn't he say there's? they have an Okemos office? I'm sure they do. That's they what do. Nick said, yeah.
0: They have offices everywhere. Anyway, yeah, so we're sitting around as a staff having our, having our Monday thing. Yep. And <laughs> Nikki's phone rings, and it's the FBI.
2: And it's FBI Oakmoss, which stands for <laughs> Farm Bureau Insurance. <laughs> of <Oakmus. laughs> our, our team is having a lot of run-ins with FBI. the law. Yeah. Yeah. Lately.
0: What did What did I the Farm Bureau it's Insurance? Like, what the heck? What did the insurance agent say when you laughed and said that you thought it was the FBI? <laughs> she
2: was like, "Oh yeah, that happens all the time." <laughs> <laughs>
1: They probably that get their calls a, avoided all the time. Common mistake.
2: Way better story. <laughs> like, what would you think? I thought it was, it was the FBI. That guy yeah, I don't know. From Okamis calling sure. me. Sure.
0: <laughs> well, Nikki's doing the inspection nope. on her new on the closing of her on the inspection on the house that she's selling.
2: It could have been anything.
0: I was convinced that the drug dealers who were buying it, or mm-hmm. yeah. that they were, on, the FBI was hot on the trail and wanted to attend the the inspection today.
2: Well, but didn't. No, sorry. Unfortunately, now. Just tell no? that anyway, just to see how he reacts. Yeah, I'll tell him the FBI called me. Okay. He'll clean extra,
0: yeah. extra if he knows the, FBI, the FBI is FBI's coming. coming.
2: The FBI is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Got a vacuum again. I gotta
0: wipe down for <laughs> prints. <and> I, get, <laughs> <laughs> I can't have any prints in the house. I
2: have to comb our rugs. <laughs> 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 he does not go that far. He just vacuums. Okay, I'll watch. But I mean, maybe for the FBI, he'd go Can you call Robert right maybe. now and tell him?
0: Call Robert right now.
2: Are you serious? Yeah, let's let's
0: call and just tell him that the FBI the FBI is coming to the inspection.
2: Okay, he may or may not answer.
0: A better answer. Is, well, you if, he's, if he's got the vacuum going, he probably won't hear. It the
2: definitely phone. is a Sears Dynasty. Hey! Oh hey! <laughs> you're on the you're on the cold oatmeal pod. Hey
0: Robert.
2: Oh hey! Do you have a second? I do. So um, the FBI called me this morning. Oh boy. <laughs> FBI Oakmist
0: Oh. <laughs> Robert's sweating right now. He's sweating. He's like, what did they found? it. They found me.
2: Um, do you actually think that the FBI called me? No, it was. Far, it was Farm Bureau Insurance. Oh, okay. but it stood for F, it. said FBI on my phone when I got a phone call. Did your, uh, did your throat just drop into your stomach? Well, no, I was like, what the hell? And then everybody told me to answer it because it better be the or it could be the actual FBI. <laughs> it would either be the FBI or a really great story. But it, this is
0: a really—it's turned a really, out to be neither. It's really
2: bad story, <laughs> and we're probably not going to use any of this. Oh, that's too bad. But hey, you made it on the podcast again. You know, it's, it's the unexpected—that's
0: what's wonderful. Robert, how many dishes are in the dishwasher right now? Oh, zero. 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 We got the final inspection. Oh, all right. The thing is, that thing
1: has been empty for years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how many hours did you spend vacuuming this morning? Uh, probably one and a half. And I've got to redo
1: the
2: stairs to make sure that the lines are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. this house better sell.
0: Okay. Uh, Talk to you, Robert. Not, it's on you. Right, we'll see you
2: guys. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Okay. <laughs> it's like, what was that? That was, <laughs> that was pointless. Fantastic. He just,
0: where was Edition. the energy? The energy I'm used to in Robert Amir, it, it, it was not there. He, just it was go, not there. Oh. he wasn't
2: ready. He wasn't. He ready. wasn't. I think we're going to have to drop this whole FBI bit because it's not working.
0: Or we could just end the podcast. Cut it. All of
2: you are <laughs> cut off.
0: Okay. So Chris Harkins was our guest. Thank you so much to Chris for joining us again on the, the podcast. Uh, Nikki's not going, uh, being taken away by I'm the FBI. Not yet. Maybe the insurance company, though. <laughs> for Anna, Maybe. Nikki, Joe, Carly, this has been Matt, and we will talk to you next time.